Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Our goal is to inspire giving by educating listeners on ways to give and how to connect with charitable causes. My name is Dave Lewis. I'm your host of Philanthropy Today. Thank you for joining the show. Philanthropy Today and our continuing series of uh, looking back at 25 years of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. And one of the great things that we've been able to do in this latest series is visit with the individuals that have served as chairs of the GMCF Board of Directors. And Vern, we got one of Manhattan's great women here to visit with us today. Indeed, it's a pleasure to have Karen Roberts with us here this morning. Karen was board chair in 2017-18 and was played a significant role in different changes that we had going on that year. And certainly her and her husband had been in Manhattan for a long time. And so she provided a great perspective and leadership for us. So Karen, nice to have you here with us this morning. So Thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. Well, let's talk a little bit about how you first got involved in the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You know, that's an interesting question, and I really can come to that from two different perspectives. First of all, when I worked with USD 383, I really got to know the social service agencies in town. Mm -hmm. And so already had that in my spirit, I guess you would say, mm -hmm. to work with the giving part of the mm -hmm. community. I uh, taught at K-State in human and health sciences. <laughs> and I had interns. And I had interns in almost all the social service agencies. So I knew about the giving in the community. Mm -hmm. And through my work with Fairy Godmothers and YIC, I learned the whole picture with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Well, you've also had that tie-in uh, called Tom. Roberts. Tom Roberts yeah. has been pretty involved in the community, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. And pretty yeah, involved has. in giving. Yeah. So I think as a, you know, we came in 1993, even before the 25 years of mm -hmm. the Greater mm -hmm. Manhattan Community Foundation. And when I think back on that, we've seen a lot of things happen in the oh, You guys have done a lot of great things here. So, well, so thank, thank you. you for everything that you and your family do and continue to do. Thank you. You know, thank even, you, thank even you. after serving as chair. Well, we keep going, don't we? What did it mean for you to be chair of the Greater Manhattan Community um, Foundation? It was a real honor to be the chair. Again, when you believe in the mission, when you believe in the vision of what's happening with the Community Foundation, when you know that you are enhancing the lives of people. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go back to Fairy Godmothers just a moment, and that's mm -hmm. part of our mission also, is to yeah. use the word enhance. And that's what I think of a lot. So that was fun. And to know a little bit of the inside of what was happening mm -hmm. there, to lead some of those efforts, to maybe not so much lead as to coordinate, to work with Vern, to work with the other board members, to work with staff. I mean, my goodness. It was just a great experience. Well, and that's one of the uh, the beauties of having somebody that to serve on the board is someone that is engaged in the community. So when we have discussions around the table as board members, that we actually have some knowledge there too, and not just have to bring all that information to the table to make a decision. We've got some actual firsthand experience for that. And Karen has been very involved. Her and her family have been involved in, like she said, many years in the community. And that was uh, great for her and her leadership role as well. So what are some of the things that during your term as chair, as you look back, 17 and 18, yes. that were impactful? I really think of three things mm -hmm. that we were doing that year. There were lots of things going mm -hmm. on, of course. But when you kind of boil it down, uh, number one was the affiliate program. Mm -hmm. Vern had been working with and 
maybe predecessors, had been working to bring affiliates on board to share our expertise Mm -hmm. in the community, I guess I would say, and in the far-reaching community. And we had a couple of affiliates, but during 2017 and 16, we were bringing more in. We had nine at the end of 2017. I'm going to name them for you. Dover, Frankfurt, Sabetha, Marysville, Wamigo, Donovan County, Greater Geary County, Clay Center, and Blue Rapids. Mm-hmm. We also that year, which I thought was a really fun thing, and I think it was the first year, wasn't it, Vern, that we had an affiliate training. Mm-hmm. And we had all these communities, representatives from all of these communities, come to the Flint Hills Discovery Center. Right. And we had some of our own people sharing their knowledge about giving donations, the whole process with this group. And I think we also invited maybe some affiliates who weren't sure if they wanted to be a part yeah. right then, mm-hmm. but right. we were trying to give them an idea of what it was all about. So that was number one was growing the affiliate program. We had had two affiliates longstanding, Frankfurt and Dover, and it was just uh, kind of amazing that that year things kind of exploded. The word got out, we were growing, and they were looking for support. It was a natural conversation. And yes, because we had so many and they all had similar questions, we thought it'd be great to have a retreat. And so we brought them together and you're exactly right. There were a couple there that were considering at that time. Mm -hmm. And because of that and the word of mouth, uh, we've continued to grow. Absolutely. Yeah. 20 in 25 years. Isn't that crazy? It is. Yeah. Do you have a goal for 25 within 25? (laughs) We're reactive (laughs) in how we handle our partners. If they have an interest in being a part of us and want to have a discussion, you know, we're certainly here Mm -hmm. for them. Uh, It's not something that we set our goals out to try to get five new partners this year. Uh, We're just here if we can make a difference. Yeah. Karen, what else? Second thing, Lincoln and Dorothy Deal Mm. had been giving money through the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation for quite a few years, actually since Mm. 2005, and I'm talking about 2017. So by then, the funds had grown, they had been endowed, and the exciting part about 2017 was it was the first year that we actually gave grants. We gave grants with the idea that the deals had, that they really wanted to support basic human services youth, arts, and the humanities. And so I remember Mike Holen (laughs) was the grant uh, chair that year and him really being excited and sharing with us the grants that we had that year, totaling $282,535. So just to see that whole deal fund show some fruition that year was really a special thing. That was the result of them leaving their estate to us on their passing, I think 14 or 15 in there. And of course, uh, it had to grow as an endowment uh, before we started the grant program. And yeah, that was the year that we first created the deal committee and uh, started handing out those grants. And it's pretty amazing, uh, particularly in the arts, how much a difference uh, that deal grant has made. And it will long put them in the Manhattan memory because of what they've done. Can you give us an example of one of their... Uh, art and humanities grants? Well, the early ones, we got into the mural movements and stuff. And so there were things that placed there. But I think probably my most fondest is actually going to be dedicated this year. The Douglas Center is going to have four sculptures that are going to be dedicated on February 20th of this year. But those sculptures were the result of conversations four and five years ago. It just takes a little while uh, to get everybody on the same page. And uh, we got the city involved in that process. And so, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. 
I'm going to look for those. Absolutely. February 20th. <laughs> February 20th. I've got that. Karen, you've been here for over 30 mm -hmm. years in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. How has the culture in this community, in your perspective, changed? I uh, see uh, more understanding of who we are in a bigger picture. And I see us becoming a very mm -hmm. giving community in many ways to our people in our yeah. community. Let's talk a bit about your board of directors. Whenever there's a chair, there's a lot of people that are all in there and they almost always seem to be really keyed in to making great things happen. You know what was fun about the board, that's a very good question that you asked, Dave, was that people wanted to be there. That sometimes you're on a board and uh, you walk in and maybe people are there, maybe they're not mm -hmm. there, that sort of thing, mm -hmm. occasionally. Everyone was there. Everyone really wanted to work. We had a good board structure where most people on the board had a job to do, mm -hmm. a grant committee chair mm -hmm. or other committees that they were working investments. We talked about scholarships. Mm -hmm. We talked about the finances of who we were and trust company mm -hmm. would come in and talk to us and the events. I remember Cheryl Grice specifically being mm -hmm. the events chair and working on the CFAs because we were just getting those started mm -hmm. at the time. And the funness <laughs> of having the board members really want to be a part of this board. And I might even use the word some passion about mm -hmm. what we were doing. You know, during that year, we also did have discussions about some community things. And that goes along a little bit with the board, the Johnny Caw Fund. That was, we were just mm. in the discussion stages at that time. And there was also another one that I remember Elaine brought back mm -hmm. to us, Elaine Duvetter, brought back after a conference. And it worked well for our community. It was a disaster fund. And we started talking about that. And it was just after my right. chairship that we had the flooding in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And it just all flowed together. And that's the... Uh Part of the results there came from the deal fund. The, the deal made the first $50,000 grant mm -hmm. for the disaster recovery fund just to have funds available if a disaster happened. And gosh, the ink was hardly dry before we had something to use the money on. And uh, again, the, those deal funds, had they not been there, it might have been a different story for sure. But we've really tried to be there. I mean, Karen mentioned the committees. All of our board members serve on a committee, serve as chair of a committee of the foundation. So that way, the communication between the committees and the board is always consistent that way and enables us to get a lot more community members, our trustees, involved with the decisions of the foundation. When you look back at your term <laughs> and even maybe before, what are some of the things that you're most proud of? Can you narrow it down? It's hard to, isn't it? Yeah. I do want to make sure that I mention uh, Grow Green. Mm -hmm. uh, in mm -hmm. 2017, we were in the fourth year of mm -hmm. Grow Green. And that's one of my favorite days of the year. <laughs> I've worked all sides of it, right. really. I've not been a staff member working the Grow Green uh, match day, but have certainly worked the volunteer side, both taking mm -hmm. donations and sitting at the computer uh, compiling the donations. But you know how fun it is to have a social event day where you have staff, you have volunteers, you have the people coming in off the street. I could name the people that I almost look forward to seeing each year when they come in to give their donations. Mm -hmm. And so Grow Green Match Day 
is a pretty special uh, memory for me. So Karen was board chair when the uh, when the term working chair was still uh, very important oh. because our staff was fairly small back then. We might yes. have been three at the most. So our board members were involved at the tables, taking gifts and greeting people and uh, providing a tremendous service for us. And so, yes, in that year, that was also our first match year for the community of Marysville, uh, second one for Sabetha. But we now have 14 match days, but the, that yeah. was the start of a, of a big trend there. That was fun. And then it's indirectly, but directly associated with GMCF is my work with Fairy Godmothers. Mm -hmm. Right. And so since being on the board of GMCF, that's been my real work with uh, GMCF is to chair and to support Fairy Godmothers in the community. That's very visionary. And, yes, and how we've seen spinoffs because of the work that Fairy Godmothers have done. You mean like Guardians? We I mean like Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, we just had our officers the other day just had a meeting with Shepherd's Crossing mm -hmm. since they do vet our applicants and are kind of the flow through with us and work with us. And it's an amazing operation. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing way that we are able to enhance the lives of men and women right. in our community. I want to talk a little bit about the financial aspect because we've seen such growth in assets mm -hmm. with the GMCF over the last 25 years, probably more in particularly the last 10. Where were you asset-wise in 17 and 18? Thank you for asking. We were, uh, we started the year with 72 million. Mm -hmm. We ended the year with 70 Nine million. I, isn't that about a 10%? Mm, yep. Yeah. That's Network. what I was trying to. I mean, that's pretty good growth in mm -hmm. a year. And if I remember right, one of our first years was mm. 55 million, well, and we were moving up and what is it now, Vern? I'm not, I don't, not sure I could say. Well, in your board year, we actually was the fifth year uh, since I was there, and we were able to double from 35 million to okay. 79 million. Today, in our 25th year, you know, we're uh, approaching 350 million. It's working in our benefit. Could I'm you have envisioned that? No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, well, yes, I, I'll turn that back around and I will say, watching what was happening, watching the community embrace what we were doing. Vern and the staff's way of bringing people in. You know, if we sat here in this office and we just did our work and didn't do a whole lot, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be at that number today. We are in the community and Vern and staff are in the community. You are in the community. Uh, it's on social media and uh, the trustees, the people who are being helped, I, it goes on and on and on. It's really been a domino effect, don't you think? Yeah, I'm going to kind of go back before GMCF. I think a lot of the, the community engagement started with the 93 flood. Mm. You know, there's a lot of activity there, with, uh, the community uh, further embracing Fort Riley with the Gulf War. And then the 93 flood, it just blew my mind. Wow. How many people came to the aid of the community in a very serious time of need? Mm. And I don't know if you were here in 93 about that time, but did you just miss that? We moved here as it was all happening. Oh, did you now? <laughs> Lucky you. Welcome to Manhattan. Yes. But I think that there's a great lesson there that a lot of people started to really buy into helping our neighbors. And I think that is a great impetus for what would become the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. I so agree with you. Yeah. 
Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you feel the GMCF is best serving the community and, and, you know, all the affiliates. Okay, Dave, best serving the community in. I'm not sure I would say much different than I had already said in that partly we're educating people. Mm-hmm. Partly we are a community that better understands all of our needs. We have so many people a part of GMCF that are out there sharing the word. I, I'm not sure I can go any further than mm-hmm. that in what you're asking. Well, that's big. Okay. And that's big because a lot of communities don't have that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You're right. And and let's take a look into the Karen Roberts crystal ball of the future of the GMCF. What do you see that excites you or what you may have hopes for? Okay. Sustainability is a word mm-hmm. I use so often. I use it with fairy godmothers. I'll just say right. that right now. And we're planning and going to continue planning to make sure that we stay on the path we are. Uh, we are still, I believe, open to affiliates because anytime we have the understanding that we have to do the work we do, we should share that with others. And so I think that that whole affiliate Mm -hmm. thing is very important to us. I think also sharing the word about endowments, sharing the word about Mm -hmm. donations. My family has been a part of a couple new funds that have that have come to GMCF and I think partly spreading the word and sharing our information with people we want to grow and we want to grow as much as we can right. but we for sure don't want to go backwards so we're going to keep we're going to keep using Vern's growth goals as we move forward. Well, and I think that's the beauty of having board members that remain in the community, you know, after their service on the board, you take that knowledge with you and you infect other people with that joy and understanding of giving and knowledge of where to give and how to give. And so we continue to perpetuate our goals just by knowledge and that whole process. Your term on the board was great. Your existence in the community, you know, before and after is even better. And uh, I just, for one, appreciate you being the board chair during that time. You were very easy to work with and very communicative in the whole process. And we were able to uh, do a lot of things as a lot of things were changing. And it was a dynamic time for us, but it was the ability to answer the call to the community, I think was one of the most rewarding things. And so I appreciate your time on the board, Karen, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you. Absolutely. It's been great. And it's fun still to come in the office sometimes and see everyone. That's for sure. You will long be remembered. Okay. (laughs) And welcomed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for Philanthropy Today, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You can always learn more about the GMCF at our website, mcfks.org. We also invite you to subscribe to Philanthropy Today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Lewis. I'm proud to host Philanthropy Today. It's hosted and produced in the Ad Astra Cast Studios in downtown Manhattan, Kansas.